0: On the count of three, everyone say their favorite video game. One, two. F zero. zero.
1: Okay, okay, okay. What's the best game console of all time? One, two. Nintendo, Nintendo Virtual, Virtual Boy.
0: Boy. Oh my God! Okay, okay. Name the greatest lead character in gaming history. One, two. Yes, Gex- 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 the gecko. gecko. What? Do we just become best friends? Yep. yep. Do you guys want to go do some Karate in the Garage? Yep. Yep.
1: All right. I'll grab the nunchucks. Welcome back to another edition of the Karate in the Garage podcast. I'm your host, Mason Merrill, and joining me today is one of the co-hosts, the number
0: four co-host, Aaron Bowen. (laughs) (laughs) What is up, girlfriend? How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good. How about you? (laughs) Uh, well, you made me turn my fan off because it was picking up noise. So I am super duper sweaty because <laughs> yeah. I don't have air conditioning.
1: Dude, it's wild because we live here in North Texas. You know, everybody thinks about Texas as being like super hot all the time and all this. And yeah. you're up in Pennsylvania where people think of like, oh, New England, it's colder, you know, like yeah. all that. And
0: it's definitely way hotter there than it is here today. Yeah it's literally hotter here today and it was also hotter here yesterday also i only live a mile from the lake like i like lake erie you know and you generally will get a nice breeze off of it not not the case right now i am i am very sweaty and (laughs) uh stinky i am but i'm also upstairs in my bedroom so you know that doesn't help any
1: yeah so um we're gonna try to get through this podcast so Aaron can go take a shower. <laughs> no, 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 it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I never
0: shower anymore. Like breaking news, you're moving to Texas, bro. <laughs> I am, I am, I'm so hyped. So yeah, so like within a 48 hour period, I think I don't even. I, I think it was about 48 hours. We sold our house and or got it under contract i mean it's you know not officially sold sold uh but we sold our house and then put it in an offer on the house that we wanted in texas and got it picked up and uh yeah so yeah looks like we're gonna be moving in about uh four and a half weeks or so right around there yeah
1: yeah it's crazy you're closing a day apart and, from each other from your old house to your new house <laughs> that's I know, like perfect man. i know perfect slide in timing there so
0: yeah, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of moving pieces and trying to be as organized as perfectly as possible. Probably won't go as you know as planned, but we'll see what happens. Hopefully it'll all work out.
1: Yeah, so eventually we'll be doing this podcast in person, which is wild. I know. <laughs> and then nice. Weston will be the remote guy. So nice. I could stare into your eyes while we do this. It'll be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, as uh we mentioned Weston's not here with us today. He's busy, but he'll be back next week. So, um yeah. And also last week we did not have a uh episode podcast. because yep. we were all just super busy, you're selling your house and mm-hmm. sick and everything in between, but um mm-hmm. but yeah, so we mm-hmm. decided to do kind of a double episode today with um we had mentioned on our previous podcast we were going to do F0 for the Super Nintendo and today we are bringing you F0 and F0X for the Nintendo 64. So
0: yeah it's pretty hype i'm kind of i'm kind of excited to do like a little duel episode this is fun
1: yeah kind of like we can compare generations in like one little yeah. bit here so it it'd kind of be a test too because like we might do some more of these if uh this works out pretty well if it's not too mm-hmm. crazy with trying to bounce back and forth between games but
0: um yeah absolutely absolutely but yeah i think it'd be, I think it'd be easier to play for or do for like uh Simpler games like racing games and yeah. fighting games and things like that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to try and do this for like Final Fantasy or something. Yeah. Like no. <laughs> Dragon Warrior. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Just basically the same game made over again through the generation, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Basically, that's what this was, you know. So, F Zero originally was released in uh, Japan November 1st, uh, uh, 21st, 1990. And then uh, it was released about a year later in North America. So, mm-hmm. 1991 and basically it was just a futuristic uh racing video game developed by Nintendo of course and it uh it um kind of took it, it was kind of i it wasn't something that was in the forefront of my mind really until like captain falcon appeared in super smash Bros., you know
0: yeah yeah.
1: And I think that's kind of where they were like, "Oh, let's make another one of these, ki- you know, kind of things." And maybe it was bigger in Japan as well because it did have some sequels and things like that. But um right. Kind of it was set in the city of like in the futurix futuristic city of Mute City. And it had uh this this one had uh 15 different tracks in it. And it was kind of just like a really fast-paced racing game overall. Mm. So,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it it was definitely different from other games that I've played. Even just like um like having that energy bar yeah. that you kind of had to like manage throughout the entire race, let alone like you know, if you ran into somebody or you went off the track, it would decrease it quite a bit more than if you stayed on the track. Yeah. Uh and you could just randomly explode. <laughs> and it was it was just bananas. It was a lot of fun. It was yeah. it was it was very different.
1: Yeah, so that was kind of, like, the basis of the whole thing was, like, you had an energy bar, and there was power-up areas throughout the levels, and Mm -hmm. if you could, um, if you ran out of power, if you used your boost too much, you would lose because you would explode, so that was kind of a different aspect of um, these games, it wasn't like your average Mario Kart where you had to finish the race, you could actually die in the middle of the race, so (laughs) um, pretty interesting how that was. Um, yeah, I
0: mean, I, I enjoyed that quite a bit. It was cool, too, because, like, you have, like... I feel like it, it kind of ran a little bit parallel to Mario Kart in in some aspects. Um, and actually, like, preceded it in some ways. like Because, the, the, like, the different cars have different weights to them and things like that. And, uh, I mean, like, you're still... It's different because, like, in Mario Kart, you have all the different abilities that you can throw at people. Whereas in this... Um, You know, you're just kind of throwing your vehicle at people, but depending on which one you pick, like I said, they have different, the vehicle is different weights and speeds and things like that. That'll entirely affect how the, you know, the outcome of the race at the end of the day. So it's pretty cool
1: yeah no it was that that i definitely agree with that um this uh how many characters were in f-zero i think it was just was it four four yeah, yeah just, it was just four. four in the first one yeah which is wild because if you jump to the next iteration of this like uh that came out in the united states there's like 30 characters so yeah <laughs> they yeah, kind of bananas. they kind of it's like could we have like at least 10 to start the game off but um yeah uh, kind of funny how that worked but um yeah yeah so um the uh as far as the gameplay goes like you mentioned it kind of had a mario kart feel to it but with a different Mm -hmm. spin so i definitely believe uh, it definitely felt like it was made kind of on the same engine as mario kart like they took some Mm -hmm. templates from mario kart and just pasted them into this game and then redecorated them um yeah and then you know, in the first game, I couldn't really feel like, yeah, you had the miles per hour type thing and how, you know, you, or what had the speed you were going. And it was like super fast and apparently, but right. it didn't feel <laughs> faster than Mario Kart, really, when you're playing it. How'd you feel about that?
0: Yeah, I agree with that. And I think I think a lot of that is just like the system limitations and the way like the, like a super Nintendo would load up the tracks. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I don't know. I could be, I could be wrong, you know, but I, I didn't feel, and it, 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 there was a, what am I trying to say? Like the, it depended a little bit on the actual track that you were racing on. Yeah. Um, because some of them were a lot more windy than yeah. others. Uh, the, as far as like, you know, how um, the, uh, the draw distance um, loaded up. Cause there was obviously it doesn't, you know, the the track loads as you're running across it and it can only load so far because, because like, again, the system limitations. So if it's a windier course, you'll see more of the course, um, up ahead of you versus just a straight shot. So I think that that can affect the way the course feels as you're driving along it at the end of the day
1: yeah i i agree with that so um the the different leagues in the game was the uh, first league was the night league secondly mm-hmm. it was the queen league and then the king league was the the main and that was it that there's five uh, races in each kind of circuit and um it and then at the end of it it would total up basically all your wins and it, as racing games in the vein do and then you uh whoever has the most wins overall wins the entire uh series the the circuit so yeah the pilots in the game were captain falcon dr stewart pico and samurai uh goro Mm. uh which is interesting (laughs) and (laughs) uh yeah so they each had their own um their own ship which were blue falcon fire stingray golden fox and wild goose so i do like that even though they um had kind of a few characters in this game they put some effort into like naming them and naming their oh, yeah. their um their ships and things like that you know mm-hmm. so and they did i you know is i played uh, is all of the characters in this game i didn't do it in the SNES or the nintendo 64 version just because there were so right. many but um they did have a certain distinction about them, and their stats oh, yeah. were well balanced, but they were different, you know. So, oh yeah, like s- certain ones were heavier than the other ones, and the maneuvering. Captain Falcon was just basically like the Mario of the game, where he was just balanced yeah. all the way around, you know. So I played as him most, just because I like that. But like, um, mm. I think it was Samurai Goro was a lot faster than the rest of them, you know, but his handling was a little wacky. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um. Anyway, but that that was cool um as far as they put some effort into it and they actually had a little bit of a kind of like a story to this game and I keep saying I'm going to find those booklets when we play these games cuz I think that's where it was kind of um explained was probably mm-hmm. in those in those booklets but um basically it, the story of the game was that um It's set in the year 2560 when humanity's multiple encounters with alien life forms had resulted in the expansion of Earth's social framework into, uh, like, a technological, commercial, and cultural interchanges between different planets, so... It, it it goes on to cool. explain some of that story but that is kind of cool mm-hmm. like i you know we talk about less is more in some of these games and yeah. it didn't have they didn't have much to work with or they probably could have thought of more to work with but they really made with what they had so that was pretty cool oh,
0: absolutely and the, and the thing that's cool too with the game i mean like you know as far as um like the gameplay we were talking about how there's only four characters you're not just racing against four people in a race. Yeah, They're, like you know, you know, there's more. I think there was generally like seven or eight, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, in one race and so there's like there's more there but you're just kind of racing as the quote-unquote like hero protagonist exactly and not and not just as like any old joe schmo in the race so that's kind of a that's kind of a fun little uh you know way to do you know way to pursue the game i guess whereas you know in most racing games you're just gonna you have access to everybody that is ever going to be in a race so that was pretty neat
1: yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, also to note, there was an H pa an H, an eight-page comic book that was included in the uh, the Super Nintendo manual. So that's kinda oh, really? Neat. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of that where it set dope. up some of this backstory and stuff. But yeah, I
0: miss the days of manuals, man. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I it was know. was the
1: best. I know, man. That's I need to remember that. I need a note to like start finding those PDFs when we play yeah. these games so we can because I oh, feel like no. that added so much to the game back then. Too, cuz oh, that's it where Absolutely did. Really where they explained a lot of story and stuff like that. Yeah. For instance, like this one. So, um
0: yeah, that's where you got the story, that's where you got the
1: art yeah. and what have you? Yeah.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah, pretty cool. So, um yeah, as far as the art in this game, it was pretty understandable. I've played some racing games yeah. in in this uh you know, other than Mario Kart, I played some other racing games on Super Nintendo that have not mm-hmm. been so understandable. You know, like not like yeah you could tell you were on this type of planet and this is the setting you're in and the, the sprites were right. really nice, the cars or the uh yeah, I don't know, they're like more like jets than anything, but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. They were really they were animated really well. Like what was
0: your kind of take on that? No, I, I agree, actually. And, and you know, it's funny because it's like, because I have, um well, I played this on the Super Nintendo and I have Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo as well. And yeah. I actually enjoyed playing this a, quite a bit more than Mario Kart because I felt like, and I don't know if it's just the way the camera angles are set up above the vehicles or what have you in F-Zero, but I felt like it was actually much easier to understand where you were on the track and what have you going through everything than even in Mario Kart. Um so I I actually I actually really quite, I enjoyed that quite a bit uh that aspect of the the game quite a bit because you're right there is a lot of games where it, it's either very bland mm-hmm. um it, it graphically and you're not 100% sure you know where where you're gonna where you're at in the track, yeah. Um, or or what what even the next turn is and what have you. So, uh, it because a lot of those older games felt very flat in general, and, and and they didn't, um, you know, obviously they didn't really incorporate any 3D technology into the games at that point on uh, the Super Nintendo, yeah. Um, uh, but just the way the cameras were laid out in this made it feel a little bit more three-dimensional um, other uh, other than the I think it was the very first track if I remember correctly was very not fun but then after that it, I had a blast with the game.
1: Yeah I, I agree and the very first track was um, in Mute City which was number one there's three Mute, mute City yeah. tracks um, one for each league and each of them kind of got a little more intricate as you went but mm-hmm. overall were the same track <laughs> they're just with different yeah. kind of spins to him so um but yeah the the, i i agree with that you know it was it was very um it, it was it was unique but also the same in a lot of ways you know Yeah.
0: Yeah. It felt familiar.
1: Yeah. So, and, and, you know, they had a bunch of tracks in this game, 15 tracks, which was pretty good for, you know, a super Nintendo game at the time. And, you know, I'm looking at it just kind of an overview of all the tracks right now and they were made really intricately, you know, there's a lot of Mm -hmm. cool designs and, you know, there's some shortcuts and some long cuts and um, things like that in, in each of the, or in some of the tracks that really added some depth to it to where you could get the edge on the X of the, you know the player oh yeah the players and you know it, it was in it, the game i think just like it did i think the one thing it didn't translate well was just how fast you were really going you know but i can't see yeah. them really translating that to this kind of platform anyway it's just you got to believe right. you're going that fast you know because <laughs> it, it would right. just be overwhelming if you're shooting pixels at you at the rate of say the nintendo 64 version was you know exactly, exactly. and you know and the- I played a game similar to this when I, I'm a huge Power Rangers fan and they had uh Zio battle racers, uh, game oh my gosh yeah. i play it, and i actually played it recently when i played this game when i played f-zero really? it, to, it just awesome. to line them up it was so hmm. much different Zio battle racers was absolute trash like i played really? yeah i remember <laughs> playing that game as a kid and loving it and thought it was so yeah. awesome but like compared yeah. to f-zero it was kind of like a bat obviously a battle race you know you were fighting right. as you were racing and like there were like you know a different rangers and like there was uh like the gold ranger and the red ranger were the exact same thing just color differences even the helmet was oh, the yeah. same when they had oh, designs on him at that time like the red ranger had a star and the gold zeo yeah. had like a different thing and he also had like the armor like it was just yeah. the red ranger over again without the armor still had the star on his helmet <laughs> just black <laughs> so that's hilarious but anyway we're not reviewing that game but but just saying like we are now with this with this uh with f-zero like in the same vein, just did such a better job of making it more, um, playable and understandable to the, to the, uh, the user, you know, 30 years later, (laughs) literally 30 years later. So, um, as far as, I think the only real drag to this game was, uh, you had mentioned earlier was the, there was no multiplayer.
0: Yeah. And that was, I think that was really the big thing for me. um, 'Cause you know, I like to play games with my son yeah. and uh and he was like, Hey, can we play a video game together? And I was like, You know what? I gotta do this game for the podcast. Let's load it up and play together. And I loaded it up, you know, both controllers in hand, and he was very sad that, yeah. <laughs> that this was not multiplayer. And I was kind of bummed too. And I and I wasn't really sure why it wasn't. I know well, like a yeah. lot of modern games aren't multiplayer. Um, because of hardware limitations for like split screen and things like that. And I guess I sort of get that. But like like we said, this game feels very similar to like Mario Kart and its graphic, uh, graphics and integrity and everything. And there doesn't really feel like a reason why it shouldn't be at least two player split screen. It just it just seemed very odd to me that it wasn't.
1: Yeah, I, I you know they did like you said they did it with Mario Kart. Like why couldn't they translate mm-hmm. it to this game in some way? Which is just wild to me. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean that was really the only drawback. And at that time, I think you know I, you know remembering back, I think we did rent this game all those years later. And that as a kid, like me and my brother loaded it up. We're like, all right, we're gonna play some F Zero. And it was one player. and We were like, oh. And then I went outside and played and he played it, you know, kind of thing. So, yeah, I don't even think I even played it back then. But I think it's and I think that was the factor was the there was no multiplayer. So,
0: yeah, it's a very odd choice to have this not have multiplayer. And like I said, I mean, I'm sure there's an explanation for it because I don't think that they would make a racing game that just doesn't have it and they're like you know what no this game's meant to be played single player no that's insane like there's i don't know if it was a hardware limitation or a memory whether it be like like a like a ram memory situation or an actual like data uh, uh, like storage memory situation that they couldn't put it on there but there has to be a reason why they didn't do it it just seems ludicrous that there wouldn't be multiplayer yeah like i said even two person multiplayer let alone four
1: yeah exactly i mean they had enough characters there was four so that's that equals you know i the one thing i'd be interested to know that i i don't think there was but i don't think there was an arcade version of this game like some of the nes games reported to arcade but i don't think there was Um, for this one
0: i can't i don't think so Yeah. yeah i mean i'm sure i mean well i don't know there might have been after it came out for console. I don't think this was a arcade game that got put on the console.
1: Mm-hmm. No, um, it definitely wasn't. Yeah. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah, I, so I, I, I don't know Nintendo. though.
1: It doesn't look like there was.
0: Usually, there's something yeah. in here about it, but
1: uh, yeah. So now, I,
0: I could see this being a situation where in like an arcade they had this set up with like you know four you know like those big old uh, like racing simulators with like the wheel and the pedals and everything that they have in the arcades. I could see a situation where they have like four of those set up next to each other separately where you're playing together, but on your own screen. Yeah. Um, like they would for a lot of games. Mm -hmm. Um, I could see that kind of situation where you have four separate sets of hardware. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, you know what I mean, but like but yeah I, that that's really that's really the only thing i could I could think of as far as them putting this into the arcade and having it have multiplayer attached to it in any way yeah,
1: exactly, so um, as far as the audio in this game is kind of like the last little point, um mm-hmm. it wasn't anything crazy to me like i didn't feel it didn't make me feel any sort of way, like there wasn't yeah there wasn't much gameplay sound effects that were different than the other ones. You know, none of the, the cars had different sound effects or anything. It was just like acceleration. And, you know, I, like I said, I think maybe that could have engaged me a little more too. Like if it had Mm -hmm. better audio quality with like the speed you you were going, you know, but it didn't, um, nothing much to write home about here. So.
0: Yeah. I mean, for me, like this, the sound effects were really annoying, um it's like it yeah. reminded me a little bit of when we were reviewing Mega Man x and you guys were complaining about like the wind-up noise for his, <laughs> his gun charge yeah and like that was that's kind of what it reminded me of where it's just like this constant whine of the engine that just doesn't really need to be there yeah and um on the flip side though the music i actually did kind of enjoy um because i i enjoy like some of that retro 8-bit music and and i actually the um uh there's i have an album i don't remember if it's game shop game chops and holder or just game chops or holders one or the other um but it's uh like they they redo old retro music uh with like a, oh, like yeah. a, it's like a drum based kind of electronic uh synthesized uh, um uh, music And uh, it, it, that was, but they did the, uh, the first track, oh, before, right. like the theme song, like the first, yeah, the first tracks music. And uh cause when I was playing the game, actually, I think I, I texted it to you guys when I was playing it and I was listening to the first track. I was like, sounds really familiar. And then I ah. went, went into my music collection and I found it and I was like, yes, this is what this is. And Boom. it's so good um like that redone version of it obviously you know uh, Super Nintendo is going to have its limitations when Mm -hmm. it comes to music and things like that but it just kind of sparked a little bit of extra interest for me as far as the 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 music was concerned at least I enjoyed that
1: yeah yeah so cool yeah um well I unless there's anything else that really you wanted to talk about with this game I think we can kind of put it to bed here
0: um I don't
1: think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, let's rate this thing, and uh, what are we gonna rate with? I think we should rate it with Falcon punches. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You go first, though. All right. So the game was good overall. It's not a. It wasn't like a. Wasn't like hard, you know, hard to play or anything. You know, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it you know so I, I you know it's gonna be five five out of ten for me five punches right. out of ten so all right
0: all right I, I think i'm gonna go just a smidge higher than that and say six all right um i i i did really enjoy it and um and actually i mean like my kids got a kick out of it too um, cause they like it's single player. So obviously, you know, they're, I was just letting them play with it and they were, they were having a little bit of fun with it cause they were trying to make the car explode intentionally. Um, <laughs> but, but it was, but it was fun. I think, I think really I would, I would give it probably a seven or eight and I would play it again if it had multiplayer. But other than that, I'd probably put it to bed at a six. And I don't think I, I don't personally think I would pick it up to play again, like just yeah. solo myself yeah
1: especially not having a multiplayer version on your you know yeah. your NS, your super nes classic you know like you're not yeah. gonna play this with your kids so why would you play it you know <laughs> honestly exactly so exactly cool okay yeah and it was just super average for me like there was a lot i liked about mm-hmm. it but there was a the, there was some glaring factors of it that were like yeah Ugh. so like i can't really hate it but i can't really love it either so yeah Alright, cool. So moving now, we're gonna we're gonna fast forward to the future a little bit here and we're gonna go we're gonna go seven, eight years in the future to July fourteenth of nineteen ninety eight. Uh you in gotta J- put some time travel it, sound yeah. effects in here real quick. <laughs> Yeah, I'll put like a zoom or something. Um but uh, july fourteenth, nineteen ninety eight in Japan, F Zero X for the Nintendo sixty four was released. And whoa, this was a different game.
0: <laughs> yeah. It really, really is. I mean, it's it's so much bigger. Yeah. <clears throat> like, I mean, just the fact there's 30 characters in it. It's wild. It's so, yeah. It's, yeah, it's so much bigger. And there's 30 people racing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> which I don't think had ever at that point been done in a game. No. I don't really, other than maybe like playing like a stock car game like uh, like Grid, there i don't yeah i don't there might be like 15 or 20 cars you know like in a stock car race like a nascar style race yeah. in or in in at once uh, I've never played a game that had this many race cars on the track at the same time it's just bananas yeah dude it was it was wild
1: because um yeah you know you're like whenever you I, I would be playing this game and I'd look I'd be like oh man I'm doing good and it's like you're in ninth place I was like what I just passed like 20 people oh yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah it's like and they
0: go so fast too it's crazy yeah
1: so where I was talking about the last game that it didn't translate the speed in the game this game definitely mm-hmm. translated the high speed futuristic feel that they were trying to oh yeah um they were trying to continue on with this game and um i you know where the first one fell short obviously graphically wise and everything but like in the just the the layout of it all this one did very well um yeah there was a multiplayer mode to begin with (laughs) and uh, yeah um you know that was good and then there was like the the uh i don't know like, I, you had mentioned to me that they said this was m- maybe the hardest game on Nintendo 64 at one point.
0: I, I don't know, man. I I had looked up, because, you know, I we all make our own quizzes and everything, and I was looking up, like, what's considered to be, like, the hardest game of all time and stuff like that. And I feel like this game was on the list. Uh, and I could be wrong. It, it might have been another version of uh, F-Zero game. I don't remember, honestly. But I, I could have sworn this was on the list. And uh, it's when I was playing it, I didn't really feel like it was outrageously difficult yeah
1: uh, what what did you play on did you you play on expert or standard standard yeah standard yeah i so i did them all just to see and oh okay um novice was you know it was workable standard was hard for me like i don't even think i Mm. won a race and then expert there was nothing like i was (laughs) i was like blowing up and like yeah uh, i mean it was wild and there's an unlockable mode i didn't unlock it but uh there's a master mode which oh, I can't even imagine Louise. that, you know? So, yeah. um, no. so basically same setting here, uh, mute city, um, the alien, they've made, they- they've made contact with aliens, you know, it's really futuristic, um, mm-hmm. mute city. Uh, there was, uh, let's see, there were more, uh, I think there were the same, same amount of tracks four five, 20 tracks in this, or no, 24 tracks in this game. So there were more tracks, okay. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but uh, a lot of characters, (laughs) a lot of characters. I I played as Captain Falcon, obviously, uh, because he's, Mm -hmm. you know, the first character, number one. And then I went through kind of some of the other ones, um, but always ended up back with Captain Falcon. The, uh, yeah. Before the game, w- before you started the game, there was a, a meter that you could adjust. I thought that was a pretty cool feature. Whether you were yeah, just that like was pretty cool. lights out fast, or you had better acceleration to get to the fast, you know, and right. you were more um handled. I think once you got over like a thousand, um, it wasn't miles per hour, but whatever the measurement was. Uh, kilometers kilometers yeah sorry i don't know yeah i think it was km so (laughs) once you got over that your your handling went wild you know you were turning yeah if you nudge that joystick a little bit you'd be off to the side so you really had to pay a lot of attention once you got going really
0: fast It was not because it was almost like because the and the one thing like the the first game did really well I thought was the drifting I thought the tight the controls were really tight in the first game as well and and they were in in this but you're right once you got to a certain speed it was almost just like the drifting controls were automatically engaged. And so if you if you turned a little bit, you were you were turning a lot. Yeah. <laughs> in reality, it was bananas.
1: Yeah, it really kept you on your toes through the race. So I thought that was yeah. a cool. I thought that was a cool mechanic. Like it could get annoying, but at the same time, like it, you're going super fast. I think that's one yeah. way where I was saying like I wish the speed would translate. You know, that was one way mm-hmm. it translated for me in this game. You know, especially sure. Um, sure and you were just going super fast anyway so like you know you had more way more uh game speed here to work with mm-hmm. um in this and it was kind of uh it was just kind of, you know the tracks themselves the, you know they had like the tube fe- um kind of feature where you could go on the ceiling i hated that you know? so much yeah yeah <laughs> it, but it was hard to get back down to the re- you know yeah. before you exited so you'd always like flip off and lose speed and things like or yeah i would i yeah, i'm not speaking for i did a little bit people who played this a lot but uh that was one thing um in the game but uh there were four modes or let's see yeah there's uh four mode three modes the cups death race and time attack so the death race mm-hmm. was like a battle uh which was cool you're just on a straightaway and you would try to eliminate the other tr- 29 racers off the track as fast as possible without eliminating yourself so that was cool
0: yeah but uh i mean it's it's difficult yeah (laughs) that's difficult
1: yeah yeah you could go for a long time like um yeah uh trying to win that you know so and and you have to watch really watch you know obviously as the first one um brought into fruition was the you could blow up if you lost energy so they kept that system Mm -hmm. in this game and uh you had to hit those energy pads or you know you'd be you'd be sol
0: in this game yeah you'd be for done. Real. so they had the um they had the rival system in there too which i thought was really interesting yeah and i don't really i don't really know how it function. do you know much about it
1: yeah so i think Is it was it, just a story plot basically it was like that's your rival was it? and i don't know okay. if it made any difference like
0: well, well the, the reason i brought it up was because i play grid a lot on stadia yeah and and like and that has a rival system where essentially if you run into somebody throughout the race several times, yeah. they will they will become your quote unquote rival during that race and they will also try to run you off the track and block uh, okay. you from going further and whatnot and and I didn't really see that interaction a lot, but I wasn't sure if maybe like it got more it, it got more engaged on a higher difficulty setting if it if that was kind of a similar interaction. To, to but I'd never seen that in a game other than Grid before, and so I thought that was kind. Of, I thought that was kind of interesting. Uh, again, assuming that that's actually what it did, I, I didn't really have a lot of um. Uh, what am I trying to say? A lot of uh, experience with that with that rival system in F Zero. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's yeah. what it was, but I didn't. I didn't
1: feel it either. So that was kind yeah, of d- like yeah, a-
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It did. It, it was more, more, maybe more like a gimmicky kind of thing than anything. Yeah,
1: right? like oh, that's your rival. Try to beat him. You know, like <laughs> maybe mm-hmm. that just enticed you in your head. But yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So basically, the gameplay itself was really smooth to me. How'd you feel
0: about it? Yeah, it wasn't. Glitchy. Oh, it is. It's no, not at all. So, so a, a little fun fact about this game actually is. Uh, When you look at the game, it's clearly not a very good-looking game. Like, it looks like it was released in 1998. It looks probably worse than games that were made in, like, 1993 uh, for, like, for arcade games and things like that. So they actually intentionally minimized the graphics uh, and, and, like, the the polygon counts and everything so that they could lock the game at 60 FPS, Um, which I think is a huge thing for a game that is intending to go as fast as possible. Yeah. You like the whole point of the game is to just go ridiculously fast. And so you have to have a very smooth experience and it has to be, you can't have glitchiness with 30 other people on the track going Mm -hmm. a thousand kilometers an hour and, and, you know, swerving all over the place the nice thing about the game is that it does kind of lock you on the track in certain instances. Yeah. Um. It 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 felt a little bit on the rails, um, in the sense that like like in a Mario Kart game, you can fly off the map, like you can just go completely off into the water and things like that. Yeah. Where I didn't really feel like that ever happened to me in this game. You um,
1: you could. There's definitely things like that. Um okay okay i mean that's really how you won the death race and things like that too is knocking other people okay off. but i did fly off a few times but
0: did you but- okay but it, I, I never had that happen. I just wasn't sure, like if it was just me or what. Yeah,
1: in the tracks in this game were different from um, F Zero for Super NES. So there was like twists mm-hmm. and turns. The tracks in this game were just straight right. away. You know, there they was were no, pretty straight. Yeah, you didn't have to do a whole lot of turning and all that. And actually, turning was no. almost your enemy because you would fly off the track if you turned too much. Like right. we said, when you got at that higher speed.
0: So right, yeah. I played Pico for the most part, and okay. I. Do not think I hit the 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 um what do I try, the drift buttons, but maybe one or two times like the entire time. And I came in first like several um because I did the first cup, and I came in I came in first place probably like three or four times. Okay, and, cool. Yeah, like nice. it, and like just didn't didn't really use the drifting or anything. Um, just kind of swerving in and out of people it was tight enough that you could just use the joystick to to move around yeah yeah uh one thing that's cool about
1: this game and i don't know maybe it was in the booklet as well each character they had 30 characters and each character had a backstory like you just mentioned pico his backstory was pico mm-hmm. used to work for a special unit of the Poto army he's aggressive but calm rumor has it that he's also an infamous hitman and his age was 123 or so, he says. Nice. So, so yeah, it's kind of cool that they had like different backstories yeah. for each character and kind of that's pretty cool. Like you could maybe some of it was left to imagination as you were playing the game or whatnot. Um, right. But uh, pretty cool. Like it wasn't just a bunch of racers thrown into the game. And um, you know, I I didn't honestly I didn't play it enough to like feel the differences between really between the characters.
0: Um, how about you? Yeah. No, I I'm I'm in the same boat, I really. I really when I saw that there was 30 and I had to unlock all of them, yeah. I'm like, I'm not down for that <laughs> yeah there's a couple buttons you could press to just go ahead and unlock
1: everybody yeah i'm not cool. i'm not a cheater i don't know i don't, I don't like
0: to cheat in video games um <laughs> it's built in okay <laughs> i know i know i know i know uh but yeah I, I i didn't do that um i just like i said i just stuck with pico and just kind of and just kind of ran through it i tinkered with the uh, the acceleration versus top speed a little bit um and i think that's a kind of depends on the track you're on too as far as what you're going to do with that yeah but yeah i mean i think for the most part i i felt like i just stuck with him i'm like i'm doing well with him yeah. i'm just going to keep on going you know kind of thing yeah yeah so
1: the uh the cups in this game were named after um like cards like uh f0 jack cup x0 f0 queen cup f0 king yeah. cup and f0 joker cup and then yeah. there was the x cup apparently but um there's no tracks that are listed for that one it must have just been other ones so interesting there was a track named rainbow road in this that was uh play on the um it was a remix of the mario 64 um really yeah yeah so it was kind of like rainbow road for for n64 which is cool that's kind of cool
0: yeah that's pretty cool I didn't, I didn't realize that
1: yeah so um one thing to note in this that was so awesome was the audio man uh yeah it was just straight metal and if you like metal (laughs) you know it was like a lot of double bass a lot of guitar solos um and you know the high pace of the music made you feel like you were really playing a fast-paced game more even that much more so so that i you know i don't let me i'm not sure who produced the music here but man it was good it was just some like just an awesome score to this game really good stuff yeah so
0: was it because I I couldn't get my audio to work for the game? Um, so let me ask you: as far as like track to track, was it fairly different? Like uh, each, like each song on each track? I wouldn't say it
1: was like I mean how much different? I mean metal can get different I know, and things I like know. that, but like it's still yeah. all really fast paced. But it, it it didn't like I didn't hate it; it didn't get overwhelming to okay. me. And there was like li- like lyrics too, like <laughs> like oh really? Like uh, you know how like the <laughs> metal does like the grungy like scream type thing it was like rah, 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 rah. yeah there was like lyrics like that and stuff too which that's lyrics. was <laughs> it
0: in japanese or english that's the real question
1: yeah i think it was in english but um oh man it was produced i would in, love some, some by japanese producers so i would love some japanese metal oh my goodness yeah the good stuff yeah you right should there. fire it
0: up and figure out how to get that audio working because i might i i, <laughs> I should yeah i should try that because it's like because like you know i've been playing like power rangers battle for the grid and like that whole soundtrack is metal but it's like there's like two songs like it's super repetitive and annoying yeah. after yeah, a little while it does. and i was like i just like shut the sound off yeah like, this you is gotta. so boring Like, I'm trying to, like, play the story mode and read through the, like, read through the screens. And it's just, like, screaming metal in the background. I'm like, all right, guys, settle down,
1: please. Oh, yeah. No, (laughs) the arrangements in the game were really good. Like, it was, it added so much to what what was going on, you know. And Mm. uh, while a lot of it was metal, there was some, like, techno vibe to it, too, as well. So that was cool, like, the futuristic techno. So it was really well Mm. thought out. Like, the soundtrack Mm. definitely added a lot to this game for me um mm-hmm. sound effects were overall pretty good too like the count-ins and things like that and um sure you know there's obviously just the fast-paced you know explosions and racing type um you know sound effects and stuff but uh, bravo to that because like that you can tell they put a lot of time and effort into producing that you know i'm gonna buy the soundtrack for you for a present now <laughs> you should <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad Weston because he's the real metalhead, you know. That's true. Yeah. I'm sad Weston didn't play this because, like, he would have been like, "Oh, dude, yes." (laughs) (laughs) Like the like Weston was the guy when we were like 16 that would take me to Mastodon concerts, and yeah, I'm like the lanky white boy at the Mastodon concert getting my face pummeled, you know.
0: <laughs> oh man.
1: But uh good stuff. Good stuff there. So um should we have the same rating system for this? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about with the game or ready to move uh, forward?
0: Not, yeah, not really. I mean I think we covered it pretty solid.
1: Yeah. Cool. It was decent. Awesome. Yeah. So uh Falcon punches. Let's do Falcon kicks for this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. So for me, this is an eight out of ten. Um graphically could have been a little more but over but it was good like you said with this um, fps type thing like totally understand that so Mm. 8 out of 10 it was a great game multiplayer i would if i found this if they released this on switch virtual virtual uh console i would play it like with my kids yeah you know like it would be so much fun to or just you and i pick up and play one day that'd be for sure so
0: yeah. Yeah, I would give I would I was going to go for a 7 on this. Okay. Um just because I think it was definitely a step up from the original game obviously. Yeah. Um and, and I mean I would honestly I would say graphically it's probably not a step up. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean it's kind of a little bit of apples and oranges sort of thing, but it's really just the graphics suck. But the gameplay makes up for it because of how tight it is. Yeah, It's wild gameplay because you're going so fast with so many people. Yeah. I would probably match your eight if i knew what the audio was like honestly it might take it away for i might take it down to a six if i knew what the audio was like i don't know it just it depends i'd have to listen to it might ruin like the, the whole audio. thing <laughs> yeah I, I have no idea dark. <laughs> i know i know uh but uh but i did have fun with the game and you're right like i was i was playing it earlier thinking like man i would love to play this with the guys yeah. and just like just go bonkers on a map together oh yeah I think it'd be super fun um uh it did feel a little bit on the rails though at times, and um it, i wasn't a big fan of that, and I don't necessarily I'd have to I'd have to unlock all of the playable characters to really say this in a non, you know, BSing kind of way, but I just feel like having that many characters can't have that much differentiation in the character gameplay. Yeah. Um and because the graphics weren't great most of the carts or the the ships looked sort of similar. So it's not like you're like, you know, unlocking like some really cool yeah. looking spaceship. Cause they all kind of look sort of similar. It's like, it's like, if you play like destiny or destiny Two, like there's like a million there's different spaceships and they come out yeah. with like five each season and they all look super cool and super different because their graphics are ridiculous and they look super cool and super different and in this it just wasn't enough to differentiate um now there might be unlockable characters that are like all oh, like triple a stats mm-hmm. and you just broken and stuff like that i don't know but just going off of what i've seen it seems a little bit unnecessary to have 30 characters unlockable um and like i said it's just it's just not quite perfect top tier um go back and play it every few years kind of game but it was still really good I still really enjoyed it
1: yeah and I didn't hate the amount of characters in it usually I'm like oh racing game especially something that's not like a well-known property you know like with the characters like Mario Kart bring all the characters like I'm fine with that right but for this usually I don't like it but you know obviously they had to have 30 characters it would just be a bunch of remakes you know because exactly the races were 30 characters each so
0: right and that's my thing is like i don't mind that there's that many at, at all like on especially like in the race it just didn't feel particularly necessary as like a selling point of the yeah. game i guess no i you i know? agree with that 100 so like uh like capcom versus SNK, there's a bajillion characters uh you know uh, mario kart or or uh or Super Smash Brothers, a million characters, because they all play different, they all look different, and it's fun. But with this, it just didn't feel like it was really necessary.
1: Yeah, in in Japan, uh, they actually came out with an expansion kit to this game that added yeah. a course editor um yes and you could create that your own machine cool. too which is cool yeah um and yeah then, that was
0: super popular because it was basically like the same thing as the what the, the dev kit like that the, the developers used to make the game is essentially what they gave to people to make these new tracks it's really cool
1: yeah yeah and there were more machines and more characters in the game which yeah, <laughs> i don't yeah. even know
0: how you get it make it any bigger but
1: okay <laughs> <laughs> i do not know yeah but uh yeah so that's pretty cool so Um, anyway, like, yeah, so I think that's just kind of putting a pin on this. This was definitely a really fun experiment to do with playing to, um, uh, do it like a double header here, but like Mm -hmm. the jump, like sometimes like, I'm like, oh, the SNES version didn't jump for me to nintendo 64 because of the graphical right. type thing versus like being animated but the right. the graphical thing really was good for me like this game yeah at, uh, the nintendo 64 this it made me feel a speed of the game i felt like i was mm-hmm. uh, more in the setting which was cool so no
0: i 100 agree yeah i mean the just the like i mean the jump is 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 clear yeah and, and i mean like i said like the, the graphics on the n64 version aren't great but the performance is outstanding yeah you know the the how smooth everything is there is no hang ups whatsoever at any point there there are no graphical errors um and you felt how fast you were going and how tight it was it was very nice yeah I completely agree with that
1: yeah you know i think um You know, me and Weston sometimes before you were on, we would talk about like characters that, especially in a Nintendo game, that we would like to see in Super Smash. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, obviously they've had Captain Falcon since day one, but uh, I think I would really like to see a little bit more of, uh, you know, maybe one more character from this series since they had so many, you know, and they had backstories. Like, for instance, Black Shadow, the King of Evil strikes fear in the yeah. hearts of everyone. His goal is to destroy Captain Falcon's in front of millions of viewers. So, like, that's kind of Captain Falcon's oh. rival. Um, yeah, there you go. Or uh, James McLeod, He's been, like, a like a helper in in the uh, Super Smash series. But there's also mm-hmm. uh, a character in here called Blood Falcon, and he's uh-huh. just, like, a different color scheme of Captain Falcon, and that is actually in Super Smash. So, oh, that's cool. Is funny. Nice. Yeah. So, uh. All right, cool. Um, anyway, kind of moving on here. Uh, yeah, talking Let's about this. talking about next week. Um, we, I, I had a couple suggestions for you. Um, if you had any suggestions, I had suggested the Adventures of Batman and Robin for the Super Nintendo, mm-hmm. or NFL Blitz, or Link to the Past. So those were my. Um, suggestions? Did you have anything you wanted to bring to the table?
0: I always forget to make suggestions. <laughs> but I I always do. Um, it's just so hard to pick all yeah. these old games. It's so hard to pick one because uh, it's just like overwhelming. It's like, oh, I want to play this. I want to play this. I want to play this. Yeah. And then I want to play like a classic game. But I don't want to play like a game that everybody's already played and seen and heard about mm-hmm. and things like that. It's hard. I don't know. It's, it's just hard for me to pick. I'm going to rant about 40 minutes deep about why it's hard for me to pick. <laughs> but of the games that you did suggest, I kind of want to play NFL Blitz. Yeah, I think that'd be fun. We haven't done a sports game,
1: you know unless you consider, I mean, I know racing's a sport, but, like, an actual yeah, sports, yeah. sports game in a while. So yeah. I'm down with that. And the
0: racing games we've done are, like, fi- fantasy sport racing games, yeah. like Mario Kart and stuff. Like, they're not, like, actual, like, racing sim games. Exactly. So, um, yeah,
1: I'm down NFL Blitz, and let's play the Dreamcast yeah. version. Does that sound good to you?
0: Yeah, sure. Okay,
1: cool. All right. Let's do it. Right on. So uh, NFL Blitz for the Dreamcast coming at you next week. And, um 2001. 2001, yep, NFL Blitz yeah. 2001. So I think that was the first uh, Was that the first one? or No, Blitz 2000 was the first one. Sure. So you want to do 2001 or 2000? 2000. I do not care. Okay. What, one of the other. Let's do the upgraded you know, version. Let's do both. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, uh, you know, it's cool because uh, this game actually had the property, um, you know, was able to use the NFL teams and things like that. So Yeah. Yeah, me and Weston at the start of this podcast played Madden uh, 95, I believe. Mm-hmm. And woof. <laughs> that game yeah. is so hard you, to play. You know, what we should play is Super Tech Mobile. Yeah, we should eventually. At some point. That'd be fun. That would be super fun. Yeah, that'd it'd be, be super fun. fun to play. And you can get that game everywhere because it's been ported to everything. So
0: it, Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. I mean, I think I can get it on my phone, uh-huh. just like in the App Store, I'm pretty
1: sure. Yeah. So. All right, so for now let's do some NFL Blitz. I'm uh down with doing Tell some you um, you know, 3D generation console sports game. Let's do it. Awesome, man. Well, uh as far as news goes, uh, there hasn't been too much in the world um of yeah, not really. of uh video gaming because of everything that's going on in the world and, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: just like hope everybody's safe out there. Just saying that, you know. Um but uh yeah so every, a lot of people have canceled i know Madden was supposed to have their thing this week and this would have yeah. been e, the week of e3 so a lot of really crazy stuff was supposed to apparently drop this week but uh mm-hmm. but yeah since all everything going on in the world right now they've postponed things which is understandable and uh but for uh f- for tomorrow which it we're recording on this on wednesday but on thursday they are doing the PlayStation 5 cr- press conference which yes. is going to give us, hopefully, all the details we've been waiting for
0: on this. So, yeah, it's kind of about time. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it launches in like four, four or five months. I mean, it's bananas that they that they're waiting this long to even just unveil the what the console looks like. I know, you know I know, just,
1: man. They've done the controller and they gave us that little bit, but
0: not yeah, enough. Insane. Not enough. Insane. There's no price point. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh and I know they've been kind of debating on what the price point's going to be because of world conditions with the covid's and the recession that we're now in and all sorts of uh sad things that we don't really want to get into on the podcast because this isn't a political podcast. But yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it's just it's just they've been toying with so much and I know like I was reading that like Sony was even considering going back to their kind of quote-unquote old um console model of taking a loss yeah. on the console because that's generally how consoles have always been released up until this last generation is that the company will always take a loss yeah. on, oh, on yeah. the console for and sure. make up for it in licensing mm-hmm. and 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 get a huge return on it in, in the in the licensing in the games and more and more we've been seeing that that isn't the case so there's a good chance that they're probably going to drop the price on this from what it was originally intended to be, which was probably going to be like $500 and they'll probably sell it for 400, more than likely. Yeah. That would be my guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, so what would would you get this console 1 and 2? No. What would the price that would be like, "Oh yeah, I'd get that," you know.
0: So, I won't get it cuz it's already outdated. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> okay. say that. Gotcha. I'll just I'll just I'll just say it. it's already it's already out of date. I hate I I'll tell you man I, and I and I know this podcast is brought to you by Google Stadia but like for real for real I am so sick of trying to download 100 gigabyte games yeah. and all this garbage it is I am so that's, over it That's that's real stuff there man like the uh if they
1: could figure out like a world of streaming that would be so much yeah. more uh, uh yeah you, you know i don't know it's already been figured out but because stadia is mm-hmm. clearly doing it and they can yeah they can have whatever graphical level they want in it because it's streaming yeah. a video game onto a screen exactly if you can run a exactly. 4k
0: screen you can run a 4k streamed video game you know exactly so. and that's the thing it's just like like there's just i don't uh, the only reason i would buy a ps5 is if there was like crazy crazy exclusives that i needed to play like if they launched another ratchet and clank trilogy i would buy a ps5 i would probably wait till all of them yeah like i would probably wait till all of them were out and i would and the ps5 was like like 200 or 300 bucks you know in a year or two a year or two down the road you know what i mean like a christmas bundle thing yeah i would buy it then but but it's it would take a lot for me to buy it just because of the way games are going nowadays They're so massive. I I have a 500 gigabyte hard drive on my computer, and I have like there's like games that like take up a large 15 20 percent of it. It's crazy. I can't do it anymore. Uh, You know, ESO is coming out in a couple in a couple actually next week on Stadia and I'm like yes sign me up yeah. I will get it because it's a 100 some odd gigabyte game that I don't feel like mm-hmm. downloading all of that onto my onto my computer. Yeah. Bananas.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean like I think it would take I I don't know if they have some kind of crazy and you know people will be listening to this after the fact announcement which I just yeah. can't see happening. They just don't following the the tradition of what they've done it, mm-hmm. unless they're like Spider-Man's launching with it. Final Fantasy 7 Part 2's yeah. launching with it. Like I'm not right. getting it until one of these until it goes down in price or I'm buying a bundle with Spider-Man 2 or Final right. Fantasy, you know. So yeah. like I I probably will eventually end up getting one at some point, but um for launch for me like it's not it's not like right at the top of my list cuz I mm-hmm. the ps is still going to have some legs, so I'll be playing that right. with like, you know. I play that Battle for the Grid game and some of my other games mm-hmm. that I have. Um, but I'm definitely getting if I get Madden twenty-one this year, I'm getting on Stadia. Like I don't need oh, yeah. I don't need to buy PlayStation 5 for Madden 21, you know? <laughs> like it's yeah, not absolutely like I it's not a not, not top of list for me, you know, to do yeah. that. So Yeah.
0: And I mean the PS5, it's cool, you know, like they're talking about how like you have like virtually non-existent load times, yeah. and blah, 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 and things like that. Uh, that's cool and all, but really i'm i just i don't see it for me being a necessarily a worthwhile investment yeah you know i bought we bought the we bought the ps4 at launch mm-hmm. and that was cool but then like what a year or two later i got the ps4 pro yeah you know and it's just like i just it, it, they just it it outdates itself yeah. so quickly nowadays because of how fast PC gaming or like PCs in general, mm-hmm. how quickly all of that, um, it iter- like, is updated. Like, yeah. it, there's just there's no reason to buy a console anymore yeah. in 2020. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Especially at launch. I mean, people are yeah. console players, and I'm a console player too. Like, I like the adventure aspect yeah. that console playing brings. To a game, mm-hmm. and I'm not necessarily like everybody's like. Oh, I love a keyboard and mouse, and I'm like, ah, I'd rather just play with yeah. a controller. I'm not playing competitively, oh, yeah. obviously, you know. So right,
0: um, well, and it depends on the game for me entirely. Yeah. I mean, there's games that I just do not want to play with a keyboard and a mouse. Yeah. Um but there are games that I will only play with a keyboard yeah. and mouse, and so it just really depends. Um, and you know, I, I love I love console gaming. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's what I've always grown up on, yeah. and and I will always continue to do. Um, like I said, I mean, my stadia is like a pseudo console, essentially. Um, I just, I just mean like the actual, like physical console with like a one terabyte hard drive in it. That's going to fit, you know, what you modern warfare Two is like 140 gigs and then you can throw a few, few other games on there. (laughs) That's what you got. Like, that's it. And I just, I just can't see that being a standard like the standard anymore like that just doesn't feel that doesn't feel like it's any way progressive yeah i think like for me the only like one of the big
1: factors for console gaming is like um especially that playstation's made with the vr aspect of it you know they've Mm -hmm. made an easy way to get into vr um with some decent titles you know that's not just like the you know the the uh, samsung store that you can get these vr experiences on you know um But, uh, but yeah, so like, um, you know, they're gonna like need to come with a big VR expansion for me to upgrade or like mm-hmm. some awesome, awesome games, you know, <laughs> like, and yeah. I- I'm tired of buying Sony stuff at launch too, because I bought the PS4 at launch had issues with the hardware uh-huh. PS4 pro at launch have issues with the hardware, you know, so uh-huh. I would, I'm definitely going to wait for them to work all the kinks out as well. Cause yeah. Um, yeah my fan i'm so over my fan on my
0: ps4 pro it's so loud it's so (laughs) frustrating yeah i mean sony's never been as bad as microsoft is as far as like hardware issues at launch but yeah it's not great for sure i know a lot of people had issues with the disc drives and things like that too so
1: yeah uh yeah exactly so but with that said i will be watching the announcement tomorrow and we will be covering it next week so yeah absolutely um also, in other news, um, Stadia b- dropped a bunch of games th- for June, and they really did this yeah. at a good time too. This is a great marketing ploy for pe- for them to keep members because they mm. offered it free for two months. And wh- back when they offered it, a lot of people signed up, and now their two months is almost over. So they drop a bunch right. of games for you to keep you on. You know? Um, yeah.
0: Oh yeah! Uh, they, I mean, they they put out five games at once, and yeah. they're all
1: good oh yeah yeah for sure (laughs) they're all
0: good games i mean like i've played all of them Uh, panzer dragoon is a little bit i played the panzer dragoon remake it's a little bit meh yeah um but everything else has been fun and so they they're putting a super hot is incredible i I I love that game in vr it's so much it is bananas oh my gosh i love it and they actually have the vr accessibility for stadia so when vr comes to stadia it will be available on uh oh right super on. hot for it oh, yeah yeah it's yeah. already in there uh, awesome. the codes in it it's everything yeah super cool um and then they're also like i said uh, elder scrolls online comes out next week that is going to be f- elder scrolls online and the morrowind expansion pack will be free for pro members oh, that's so um, awesome. and there's yeah and there's no i don't know so I, this is a little bit anything? of a caveat i don't know if there's going to be a monthly fee or not i don't think however so. i don't think so cause- i don't there's not one. Well,
1: uh, you just have to be a member of PlayStation Plus for the PlayStation version. So.
0: Oh, do you? Okay. Well, and I was gonna say like, if you have um. Uh, Destiny Two. Yeah. Uh, as a as a Stadia member. Everything's free, including the season passes. They buy the season pass for you every season, yeah. Uh, so you never have to spend a dime on anything. Um, the, the expansion pack, the new expansion pack coming out, you will have to purchase. But I mean, everything else has yeah. been completely free, which is insane. So I'm kind of feeling that's going to be the case with ESO. I know that I think it's called Graymore is the new expansion pack oh, nice. that you will have to buy. Yeah. Um, it, that comes out I think today actually or yesterday. Oh, right. Um. But that's... yeah, but uh, but other than that, I mean, it's completely free to play, which is insane. I mean, that's uh, and it's cross-played to PC too, which is huge. So yeah,
1: that's awesome. So uh, I I will be picking that up to play it. That's uh, I haven't mm-hmm. played Elder Scrolls
0: Online, but um, that sounds really
1: yeah. really fun. So
0: it is. I played it when it first came out like a million years ago, and it was fun. And they've just been making it better and better and better yeah so i'm really i'm really excited to play it yeah i really am nice awesome well uh good stuff man like
1: stadia just continues and this is like really the year of stadia honestly because they they're getting some big titles this year avengers is coming Mm -hmm. to stadia you know some of these Mm -hmm. bigger games so if they can just keep upgrading their servers man like just keep it going keep it grooving
0: you know so i'm all about it yeah absolutely yeah no me too man Uh, that's the thing it's like I know I'm such a fanboy for it right now, but really, like as a dad with limited time, yeah,
1: for sure, and and
0: and, and it's cheaper. It's like the 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 setup for it's less expensive. There's no download times. As long as your internet's up, you can play Mm -hmm. it. And I've never like I've only ran in. I've had it for since it launched, so in November. I've only had a single like four hour window where I couldn't play it because my internet was down, you know? Maybe yeah. <laughs> like, that was just... your fault,
1: you know, it wasn't their fault, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it was yeah, it was which the power cool.
0: line. The power line busted. Or not the power line, yeah. but the cable line yeah. busted, you know, so like it wasn't even their issue. Yeah, you know?
1: which is cool. So and I definitely can tell they've done some work to their servers because it's way more oh, yeah. stable. Like we played Battle for the Grid cross play. I was playing on PlayStation, mm-hmm. you were playing on Stadia, and there was no hiccups for me. Like No playing you. I no. mean, we were like it was like we were in the same room playing. You know, so
0: I was straight up blown away at how smooth that yeah, was because I've had fun. a lot of issues with playing fighting games online yeah. before, and it was so smooth, yeah. it was amazing.
1: Yeah, and um, just kind of as a side note, PlayStation's doing their days of play sale right now, so tons of stuff on sale. I picked up oh, nice. uh, Injustice Two for four ninety nine. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah, and then I picked up Dragon Ball Fighters for like ten bucks. So. Uh, yeah. a couple fighting games there, but there's a bunch of stuff there, so check that out too. Yeah, They're, they do that every that's year, but a um, cool. lot of good deals. Um, but yeah, so um, anyway, yeah, excited about that press conference, and I, you know, I Madden apparently has got something planned. That's all I've really heard of what's yeah. what's planned, but uh, going down. But I'm sure there will be more stuff coming up. So, yeah, Last of Us did a big thing the other day. Um, that's coming out pretty soon,
0: I think. Right last of us too i think the game launches in like next week not right? much time yeah i don't remember exactly when it comes out soon though i think yeah uh, so that'll be cool
1: um but anyway cool yeah I, I i uh i think unless you have anything else
0: that's it for us this week so yeah no just go out and buy google stadia and add me <laughs> it's 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 just din d-i-n-n uh i have uh i have the founder's edition uh name so there's no hashtag afterwards so yeah add me on stadia and we'll play together it'll be fun definitely all right all right well
1: until next time guys uh until next time until next time <laughs> until next time we'll see you next time <laughs> yeah what, what is it we'll press pause on this one but you keep playing
0: <laughs> is that is that your new sign-off? I don't
1: know. I'm just trying things out. All right,
0: I like it. I lo- I'm, I'm going to keep saying until next time, we'll see you next time. After whatever you say. All right. Um, I could do, like, you know, like, Ryan Seacrest, Seacrest out. No, that didn't work either. Nah. <laughs> I mean, you could change your name to Seacrest legally. Change your first name to Seacrest, though. Oh, good times. All right, man. All right. Are we still, are you still recording? Yeah, I'm still recording. Okay. All right. right. I'll just check. I'm still recording too. I wasn't sure. All right.
1: Well, I'm going to press pause now, but you guys keep playing the end.
0: Yeah. Until next time. I'll see you next time.
1: (laughs) If you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at kitgpodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at kitgpodcast on Twitter.